Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. You are here with us in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I got my man, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing wonderful on this week eight of high school football. Insane. It is. And over here is also my guy, Thomas Thrash of Hooten's Football. How you doing? I can't believe it's week eight. I mean, now, like... Greenwood is halfway through their season. <laughs> yeah, even the people that go to the playoffs are halfway through their season. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, big games Friday night. A uh, lot of uh, surprises again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for me. I mean, Yeah, yeah us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we were on our way home, and I told Junk, I said, I don't know if I got five games right this week. Like, it was really bad. Like, I had the best hey, week last week and then followed it up with my work. So, week. Kevin Kelly, he's doing our 7-8 picks. And so, he picked uh, Fayetteville over Bentonville, and he picked Jonesboro to come down to North Little Rock and win. That's a big it, pick. And then, so, so we, uh, we called me and Barry when we see it in the office. We're like, we got to change that, right? You know? <laughs> and then I go there and see him. He's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, leave it. Leave yeah. it. It's going to hit. I'm like, That's I don't funny. know. <laughs> That's funny. Well, he got it right. Yeah, he, he did. did. He did. And then and, and Jonesboro was it wasn't even close. No, they put it on. I, I mean, it, what was the final score? It was yeah. I mean, it, it was almost a mercy rule. Was it really? I think so. Yeah, it, it was real it was, close. It was yeah. close. They were up thirty in the first half. Wow. And then of course you know what happened with Fayetteville and, and Bentonville, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Pretty much seven A's kinda two horse race. Yeah. You know, until week week. Yeah. Ten. I mean, all right. So uh, there, it's kind of nothing real big anymore until week ten, unless yeah. somebody knocks off Fayetteville. Okay, so which we don't really expect to happen. Buck James is going for his sixty-first. He won sixty uh, consecutive wins versus in-state schools. All right. Okay. Now the question is, uh, Frank McClellan won sixty-three over consecutive overall, like against you know all teams. All right. Do you count the in-state schools? As a record, if if he if he goes to sixty three, what do you mean? Do you count? Do you count it? Do you count Buck James is equal to Frank McClellan's? Because the last time oh, he I lost is is a versus Longview, Texas, right. which is a top Texas oh, team. Gotcha. And because, now Frank McClellan was never not played out of state. No, he never. No, and he never played Longview or Denton Ryan <laughs> right. or any of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so so he might have played at Tunica on some Saturday nights. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But what do you count that? I mean, do you, oh, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I'd almost have to make it two separate categories, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it I, is. I, well, because his I is Barton. It's his equivalent. Is, I do think it's equivalent. Yeah. I mean. Well, because here's the thing. Uh, I mean, most times you hear a record like that, it's with the school. That's true. Like, and, and the Barton it, Bears won 63 in a row. True. Who was he going to play out of state? Because he had all the kids from Mississippi already. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have any teams <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's what I always heard. So, so now, essentially, though, I mean, is it 63 is the record? I mean, are we going – I don't know. I don't well, know what you – Well, yeah. and, the, and the caveat to that, right, is this – 63, is, the 63rd team. So, if he wins 62, so it'll be 61 this week versus uh, – are they playing Central? Uh, Cabot. Cabot, Cabot. Okay. And then, then they have somebody, uh, maybe Central, and then the 63rd game will be – Bryant Hornets. <laughs> That's crazy. Which, yeah, so if you count that, and so 
I've talked to Steve Sullivan about it too, yeah. about doing a story with him. Uh, it's just, it's a cool, I mean, record. I mean, Absolutely. Because he did 50 of them with it at Bryant, mm-hmm. and then 10, if he does, he's done 10 at Conway, or he's done 53 at Bryant. So, at Bryant, not yeah. to jump ahead. Yeah, well, let's do it. Say, but say Bryant beats him. Uh-huh. Will it be a Bryant-Conway state championship, or does Fayetteville get in? It's man, it's just hard to you know because you. Or look, does Bentonville get in? Well, either, either, either way, it's, if if whoever wins, they'll still get the one and two, so it still could be a Bryant Conway. That's what I'm saying. But but does Fayetteville or Fayetteville Benton in. come in and knock them off? Fayetteville might. Bentonville with if, it depends on Carter Nye if he's hurt. Right. If he's out, I, I don't know. He, he went out the second half of the Fayetteville game. You look at, I mean, you look at the the Conway Bentonville Conway Bentonville game early in the year. I think Conway's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I mean, but so is Fayetteville. So is, so is Bentonville. Yeah. That's the thing about Fayetteville is they're to me. I mean, they played a close game with Cabot early, mm-hmm. and that their, well, their offense wasn't that close. It ended up being like a twelve point game. Yeah, but it was after like they kind of called the dog. They were up twenty five or something like that at one point. So they kind of relaxed. They're still putting up way bigger numbers than they were then. Fayetteville. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so too. Our offense is rolling. Yeah, yeah. And defense, then, defense, and then. Bentonville loses their quarterback. Hopefully, not very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's got to make a difference. Huge but the, difference. the West is so good right now. I mean, like even Rogers and Southside. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Southside's got a running back, uh, Tucker, who's who. All the coaches say he's the best player in the conference. All right. Uh-huh. Well, Bentonville West quarterback had a game Friday night. Yeah, he did. <laughs> All right. So our sponsors, American Safeguard Insurance. We are here in Conway, in Faulkner County, in the whole ASI. Studio, but not only do you write insurance in the state of Arkansas and in Conway. I mean, before I left, y'all were in what nineteen different states. Oh, it's probably thirty different states. Yeah, now. that's I mean, awesome. Honestly, a large portion of my book is in Texas and Oklahoma, just because of the the classes of business I write. Right. But you know, I wish I had even more here. Sure, I guess people here don't like me. <laughs> Hey, that's hey, even guys, more. You got to stop picking against them. You got to stop picking against them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, but hey, we want to write your home auto life. We want to write it all uh, commercial. So give us a shot. You know, reach out to us. Reach out to me. I'd love to quote it for you. Jason Everett, Globe Life, Liberty National, Jason Everett and Associates. They're doing a great job. They're doing a great service. Hey, if, you're, if you've got athletes and you don't have that protector plan, accident protector plan, you're – just you're fumbling. I agree. I mean, just reach out to them. Yeah, at least let them explain it to you how yeah. it works. I mean, because it's so cheap, and you know, you hope you never use it. But if you if if something happens, it, it wouldn't cost you much to prepare. That's right. And then, of course, we talk. I've been talking to Collier a little bit this week with uh, with uh, Freeman with Collier Roofing and big anniversary coming up November eighth. November eighth. Eighth. Yeah. And uh, he sent me a deal. This week, and a, a little flyer that we're going to try to put on those cups for him. Big celebration. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. They got to bring in a special chef to cook for him. <laughs> special is, is the right word. Daddy, stats look okay. Nice. okay. I make yeah. a mean. Till burger. Grill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Till Grill? The till Grill will, oh, be, son. will be there. I love it. So, yeah, they're, they do a great job. I got to get them to come out and look at my roof because we are working on getting that thing fixed, and there's nobody else I'd rather do it than those guys. They're so the best. They are. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get started with our new top tens, and Maddie's going to get us going on 7A. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. 
At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. And we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's time for your top tens. Matty, take it away. All right. The top tens for week eight in high school football, 7A in the state of Arkansas. The Bryant Hornets, number one, still with between the mats. I think we're the only ones that still have them ranked number one. Yes, we have them like fourth, I think. <laughs> but but they six, still keep winning. They do. Six and one on the season, beat Southwest 59 to 33. And you look at that score and you kind of scratch your head. But I think they played some – some uh, twos and threes maybe in that game. Yeah. You know what's funny is is you look at 2A and that team that was so good over there at Hazen mm-hmm. slipped up and lost the game to one, one of the top teams in the state. Right. And people kind of forget about them. Yeah. They're still going to be awfully hard to beat. I'm not trying to jump ahead here. <laughs> no, for but sure. But it's a very similar situation yeah. than Brian. Yeah, they lose one of the first early ones, and they yeah. lose to a really good team. That's like, right. Parkview still probably is – Maybe, Maybe the, the best, best in the, yeah. in the state yeah. Yeah. at 5A. Yeah. And lost by one point. So, you know, it's, it's a close ball game. So, they've got – But uh, it was at home. But it was at home. It was at home. And there was a overturned kick for a touchdown. So, that's one of those plays. But Daryl, Daryl, my, my, my filmer Daryl, who's a buddy that just goes – we give him a camera and he goes <laughs> to town. He's over there giving me critique. He's like, you know, Parkview should have beat him by, like, by 14. There were some plays <laughs> called back. Right. There's a bunch of, like, uh, holding penalties that he didn't think. I mean, of course, yeah. he just tells me this. You know, so he's like, oh, part of you should have beat him by 14 or 20. <laughs> and I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he told me. Is that, is that before or after he gave the plays to w- what he should be running? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also, he'll also get in the press box like, hey, listen, they're, they're in cover three. This guy's bailing. you got to throw it down. And everybody's, like, looking at him like, thanks. Can you imagine Buck James hearing that and going, who is this guy? Hey, no, you know, yeah, oh, he would do it. He'd do it to Buck James. He's like, listen, I know you've won 60 in a row, but listen. I, but if you want to win 61, you better listen, send that guy in the flag. Hey, hey, we're, we're up 30, Mr. Daryl. We're up 30. We're trying to run the clock out here. Listen, it's wide open, double pass. Oh, man. Well, Bryant will go to Cabot this week, so uh, – a little interesting ball game there. You know, Cab- yeah. Cabot hasn't performed well, I would no. say, the last couple of weeks. But uh, at home, Cabot's a tough team. They are. Well, it d- d- didn't perform well. 
They 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 were up seven to nothing in the third quarter on Central. Oh man, I under, under yeah under that is a, that's, <laughs> understatement. You understated yeah. that, and so he was trying to land it soft. <laughs> yeah, don't don't try to land it soft here. This, they were up seven nothing to Central. I know Central's playing a lot better, right. and 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 I think they're doing a great job at Central. I know they they don't have the guys, but I do like what Anthony Robinson's doing. Yeah. yeah. Number two, the Conway Wampus Cats, seven and zero on the season. They beat Northside forty-seven to seventeen. They will be at home against Little Rock Central this week. They got off a little slow too. Yeah, they, they did. It took them a little while to get the. Hey, but Sat- the Northside going. is not playing bad right yeah. now. I mean, they've got some athletes, and so they're I mean, that quarterback is a stud. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, and they scored. It was like they scored forty-two or something like that against Jonesboro. Yeah. I know it's not Conway or Bryant, but right. but I mean, they allowed fifty-five against Jonesboro, the sophomore quarterback. But they right. were playing really well the last two weeks. Yeah, Fayetteville number three, big win over Bentonville this week. This past week, uh, they moved to seven and zero on the season. They doubled up Bentonville forty-two to twenty-one. They will be at Springdale, and uh, Carter and I, the quarterback for Bentonville, went down. I guess it was a tie ball game or really yeah, it tight. Twenty-one, like twenty-one. Yeah, in the third. And then Fayetteville pulls away in that one. We hope hope Nye's not going to be out too long. Uh, hadn't heard any updates on him. Number four, we left Bentonville there. We just flip-flopped those two. Bentonville's number four at four and three on the season. They will be at Rogers, so big test for them this Rogers, week. Rogers, and I think, and I think, yeah, I haven't checked Coach Kelly's uh, seven eight. I think he's picking Rogers. Yeah. Even I'm, though he's in, in his write-up, he said, uh, I think they're 14 points better, but I think that they'll come off a little slow this week. Gotcha. Especially if, if, if they don't have their starting if quarterback. You know, quarterback, yeah. it's a big deal. Number five, Bentonville West, five and two on the season, beat Harbor forty-four to fourteen. They will be at Rogers Heritage. Number six, Rogers is five and two. They beat Springdale fifty-two to twelve. And like we said, they will be uh, at home against Bentonville. Number seven, the Panthers of Cabot, four and three on the season, beat Central twenty-seven to zero, and they will play the Hornets of Bryant. Number eight, Fort Smith Southside, four and three, beat Heritage forty-two to twelve. They will be at home against Harbor. Number nine, Jonesboro. Man, what a big win for them. Three and four on the season. They come down to Central Arkansas and put it on North Little Rock, 37-7. to And they will be at Southwest. So, another chance for them to get a win this week, uh, be on a streak. And this this is kind of – they'll be the four seed unless Cabot slips up. So, it'll, be, it'll look like uh, Brian Conway, number one, two. Then Cabot, three. Then Southwest and Jonesboro fighting for that four spot. Okay. And so, so you'll host a playoff game. So this is a huge game. It's a huge game. Yeah. Number 10, rounding out our top 10, is North Little Rock, two and five after taking that loss to Jonesboro. And they will play Northside this week. And that will round out our top 10. All right. So to 6A we go. And number one is the 7 and 0 Greenwood. The, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Uh, they beat Lake Hamilton 42-0 to zero with their shiny cannons over there in Greenwood. <laughs> Did they, uh, was it at Greenwood? It was at Hamilton. It was yeah, at Hamilton. Yeah, so they don't take their cannons on the road, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, it'd be impressive if they did, yeah. though. Probably kill some more old ladies. <laughs> they play this week at home against Russellville. Number two, the team that I personally believe is playing maybe the most impressive ball right now, and that's Benton at 7-1. and one. Yeah, man, they're just, Christian then. They're just putting up some numbers. They're though. rolling. Uh, it's unreal. They beat Jacksonville seventy to nothing. Hey, the, and, and Jacksonville coming off a huge win yeah. versus Sylvan Hills, and then to beat them like that, it's crazy. It yeah. is. I mean, to not even allow a point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And they they play Cersei this week, a Cersei team who put up some numbers. For Cersei right has a really good offense. Though. They got a good they quarterback. Do. Zach Clark knows what he's doing offensively. Yeah. I mean, you know, so he's going to put up the points. So I'd be interested to see how they do. 
play against that that Ben defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, no, not many people have done well. <laughs> well, just just Bentonville's so good on they're so balanced because they got a quarterback that's so good, and then they got the maybe the best running back in the state. I mean, they're both putting up numbers yeah. that are crazy. All right, number three, Little Rock Christian six and one. They beat Salem Springs fifty six to zero. And they'll be at Van Buren Friday night. Hey, listen, that <clears throat> I know that Solemn team hasn't hasn't been much this year, but that that Christian defense is playing at a different level. They right are. Now. I mean, it started against PA, and they've just and rolled. They haven't. Yeah, they yeah. have, and then they've just hammered everybody. Yeah, and they're P- playing everybody after PA. So the week after, you know, uh, Russell Russellville, the PA plays Russellville. Christian beats them like a drum. Then, did, did you know that Cobb is one of the top in the country right now in passing yards? He's number one in the state. Is he really? Yeah. Nice. Of course, you know, you look at Walker White, they're more balanced than PA is. And he comes out in the second half. Right, right, that's right. <laughs> when they're up 57 right. nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking they of – They do a lot more running, though, yes. Speaking of Pulaski Academy, they're 6-1 and one after they beat Van Buren 57-21. to 21. Hey, they're still putting up big numbers. So, the season's not over <laughs> no, after the lower Christian. Right. <laughs> uh, they'll play it at – felt Green, like it was. They'll yeah. play at Greenbrier Friday night. And then, hey, also, so next week, so both uh, – so Greenwood plays who – Van Buren or no, Russellville. Russellville. And then, so next week is PA coming. Greenwood comes down to PA. So week eight. So both of oh, yeah, yeah, them yeah. have to, they, they can't overlook. Oh, yeah. That's sure. exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, number five, Marion with a huge win Friday night over West Memphis. They won yes. 20 to 14 to make them six and one. Uh, and they're still playing. Was, yeah, they're still playing for the conference championship, essentially. Their yeah. only loss was to Catholic or Ca- uh, uh, No, Benton. they beat Benton. Catholic. No, they it was Benton. No, West, no, West, West Memphis, Memphis beat Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. So, Benton's their only week, loss. Week 10 is them versus Catholic. Yeah. Now, they need some. They need somebody to beat Benton to have a share, a possible yeah. share. It just had have to be West it Memphis. It had to be West Memphis. It has yeah. to be, and, and, and I don't think it happens. Mm-hmm. No. And then uh, they'll play, Marion will play Sheridan at home. Number six, West Memphis, after losing a close one to Marion. They're five and two. They'll go to Green County Tech. Number seven, Little Rock Catholic. They are five and two. The Rockets put it on Sylvan Hills, forty-two to nothing, and they'll play Jacksonville at home Friday night. Number eight, the Zach Clark, Cersei Lions, five and two, beat Sheridan forty-one to fourteen. That's a big win, mm-hmm. uh, a statement win. They'll play at Benton Friday night. Eight, but also, so the last time Benton played as kind of a spread passing team, it was Catholic. That's right, and it was 49 or forty-five, yeah. forty-two, or something like that. That's a good point. So if so, we'll see how this good this Benton defense is versus the pass. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine, Mountain Home did not play, and they'll go up to Northwest Arkansas, up to Siloam Springs. That's number got, ten, that's got to be a long trip. Got to be a long trip I mean, across the top of the state. Well, it's not as not as bad as like Jonesboro Northside. Right. No, but the, but the thing with Mountain Home is there's no interstate. Yeah, it's yeah. all windy, curvy. <laughs> it's all windy, curvy. You, 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 yeah. you go across the top of the state and yeah. you go down? Yeah. You'd have yeah. to. I mean, you wouldn't have to, but yeah. if, unless you want to drive all the way down, you'd have to. All right, number 10, Greenbrier, 4-3. and three, mm. Lost one to Russellville. I still don't know how that happened. 21-17. to 17 after it, it, was 20, it was 17 nothing. 17 nothing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that one still stings. Yep, they'll play PA in Greenbrier on Friday night. So you do you have Russellville ahead of them? No, no. Okay, no, you don't. No. You, you're still upset that upset about it. Well, I just don't think they're a better team. No, okay, I, okay. <laughs> and and we dropped we dropped Greenbrier down, but I mean Russellville did just lose to Van Buren. 
who Greenbrier beat by 30. And they've lost a mountain home. And they lost a mountain home. So, I mean, there were Russellville two has, has won two games. Three now. but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Against some bad teams. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, and Russellville's <laughs> fixing to play Greenwood and – and still have to play Christian, don't they? Now they are play Christian. Did they? I don't know who their last game's against. Yeah. Tough game, tough loss Friday night. All right, so that's the end of 6A. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will listen or we will get to our five and four. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Collier Roofing Team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Collier Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Maddie, it's time for the 5A Top 10. Let's hear it. All right, 5A Week 8, Little Rock Parkview, 7-0, beat Arkansas High 64-6, to and they will be at home against Magnolia on Thursday, correct? Yes, yes, it's yes, Thursday right. night. Yeah, Magnolia's, you know, playing well. I mean, they're not – I mean, I don't think that – They're like Jekyll and Hyde. I know. They could play well or play terrible. <laughs> That's There's right. a bunch of 5A teams that are Jekyll and Hyde. They are. Yeah, hey, so, uh, so last week, is what they, what they beat uh, Arkansas High by? Uh, I don't have it on my notes. Yeah, it was – but it was it was like 50 in the first half. And all these guys on these this uh, Texarkana – Board that I'm on on Facebook are all talking about like you know you got how how can you get beat by 50 in the first half you know you just haven't had your team prepared I'm like I don't think so I don't think it's a preparation issue they're just you know trying to win the Kentucky Derby with a mule you know it's like those those part of you guys are just yeah they're a different level right than everyone I'm mean, yeah. not just no not I just mean, 5A no they're going to do that in the, in the state championship sure. they'll do that yeah number two is Shallow Christian six and one they just keep keep doing what they do beat P Ridge 57 to 19 they will be at Farmington this week didn't they beat Little Rock Christian or something early in the year? Uh, really bad. <laughs> yeah, hey, they did. I just like to remember, remind 
uh, Mr. Little Rock Christian over here. Yeah, hey, hey, you know, but the, yeah. Bo so Williams ran for 400 yards. Yeah, that is tough to give up 400 yards to a guy and then and be number two team <laughs> yeah, in the state. Exactly. Yeah. Number three, Joe T. Robinson, six and one, beat BB forty-three to twenty-seven. Got a big test this week as they're at home against Mills. Against some of Mills. Against some of Mills. <laughs> a portion of Mills. <laughs> against some of the guys in, on the Mills roster. That's right. Not the heavily recruited quarterback. <laughs> so, so Mills is out thirteen guys. Yeah, from thirteen this game. pretty important ones though. Yeah. From the extracurriculars after yeah. the Pine Bluff game. From the celebration at Pine Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Valley View, six and one on the season, beat Brooklyn forty one to three. And they will have a basically probably the conference championship the conference game championship. for the East this week at yeah, Southside. So. Yeah, so Southside is 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 six and one uh seven and oh seven oh but they you know if you look at their schedule, they've played some teams that really you know Yeah, they're tough part of their the biggest their biggest up. game was Nettleton Friday night. And yeah. the and they kinda struggled with Nettleton. Mm-hmm. Early, Nettleton they did, yeah, yeah, early and then uh I think it was like twenty one seventeen or something in the third. Yeah, but you know Valley View is much better than Nettleton, yeah. and so this is going to be really for the. You conference. know Valley View's best their big running back didn't play this year. He got hurt in baseball season. Oh yeah, Slade Caldwell. He got hurt yeah. in a baseball practice. Yeah, during right? the season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, number five is Hot Springs. The Trojans are six and one on the season. They beat Magnolia fifty five to thirty eight. They will be at Arkansas High this week. Number six is Mills. They're six and one. They did not play last week, and they will be at Robinson. If they can beat Robinson with this half team, it would be it would say a lot. Yeah, it will. That will. Robinson defenses though is very very good. They are. Uh, I just don't know that they can win without Ringo at quarterback. Yeah, because I mean a lot of their passing. You know, I just don't know who their backup is. Sure. It, I mean, no one does. Yeah. All right, number seven is Pine Bluff, six and two after they beat Whitehall twenty to fourteen, and I don't understand with that. twenty-one players out, 23. 23 players. Yeah. Out. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 that's odd. That's crazy. Whitehall's had a couple of down weeks. And I know, like they lost to Moralton mm-hmm. and then lose to to a, to a Pine Bluff team that's probably their JV team. And right. that, I mean, that's right. That's right. And Whitehall's played some good football. No, they played some really good football. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just crazy because they beat they lost to Warren like by seven mm-hmm. early in the season. Warren's probably one of our best 4A teams. Right. They uh they will be at Moralton this week. So tough test there because I'm going to tell you at something. That, yeah, this could be a game. Moralton's hard place to go play. Well, and they've been playing much much better mm-hmm. ball. Number eight, Hot Springs Lakeside, 6 and 1 on the season beat Hope 38 to 21. They will be at DeQueen. Number nine, the Hornets of Maumel, four and three, beat Moralton twenty-six to fourteen, which is a, a good win for Maumel, and they will be at Watson Chapel this week. And then rounding out our top ten, four, five, a week eight is Camden Fairview, five and two, beat the Queen forty to zero, and they will be at Hope. Fairview is the next test for Parkview. You know that's the only other test for the conference that sure. even remotely. Could challenge them, yeah. and I don't think it even no, come I don't close think so either. You know, Watson Chapel had some extracurriculars. I saw that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's not suspended after that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Too, I'm just that's glad too they're showing bad. some fight, <laughs> guys. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's just too bad that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. A lot really of those is. guys. A lot of those guys have gone from Watson Chapel to Pine Bluff, or, or for Watson Chapel to Mills, mm-hmm. or you know, it's just it's crazy. You know, and I I didn't realize. I thought I knew Moody was a new coach over. I didn't realize this was only his second year. Is that it's right? It's third year, I think. Is it his third? third? Yeah, I think it's okay. third. Well, they had it misstated somewhere because I read it was his second somewhere, and I was like, I thought he'd been there longer than that. Yeah, I think he was, he, he came along when I was just joined Hootens. Okay. All right, well, before we move to 4A, let's announce our 
Week 7 between the Mets. Pick'em challenge winner. And it is none other than... Mr. Matty Ice Sr. <laughs> oh, Matty Ice Sr. Yeah, Matt Contreras hey, so last Springs. Last week it was uh, Dupree's dad. Yeah, Dupree's dad. And this, <laughs> this week is Matty, Matty Ice's Ice's dad. Okay, so we went from... From five, from four to five. Yeah. Now next week is me is a six eight. Yeah. So Drake Lindsay's dad, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Or no six of had to be uh, Walker White's. Walker dad. White's yeah. dad. <laughs> oh, Tiger Woods yeah. beater. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that gets us to four A, and that means it's Malvern at number one. They're five and two after beating Mina fifty seven to fourteen. They got one at home this week with the Scrappers of Nashville. I just want to see Dupree play a, a half, more than a half. <laughs> it's insane right? the numbers he's putting up. Well, so so we know Nashville's got a high-powered offense every year. Right. Uh, regardless of how their defense is playing, they're going to – they score points. They do. So can they score points on this Malvern defense? I think they will, just not enough. Just not enough, yeah. right. Yeah. Just find points. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. seven or yeah. 28. <laughs> that could yeah. mean a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, Harding Academy. They go out of state and play a good Washtenaw Christian team. Uh, they're seven and zero after beating them thirty-one to fourteen. It was Harding close Academy's early. a quiet seven and zero. Wasn't it like? Oh, they are. I mean, wasn't it like fourteen fourteen in the third? Yeah, though? it was. It was like fourteen thirteen. I thought or it yeah. was a one point game. But yeah. Whenever I looked, but you're right. They have quietly gone. Yeah. Kind of, kind of the way Prescott's done this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, Prescott. Yeah, they're undefeated. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> All right, so they'll play Riverview at home Friday night. Number three, Warren seven and zero. They have not quietly gone seven and zero. They've had no. some big games, some and, big- and and I see Bo Embry before the game, and he looks at me and goes, "Why are you here?" He's all mad because I've been to four games of the last four. This was the fourth one, and every one of them has been down to the wire. And one of them, the first one I went to was last year opening day, and they lost to Stuttgart. Stuttgart yeah. uh, and then so then he beats. Uh, Star City, the next game I'm at, by one on a two-point conversion. And then they stopped him on two-point conversion. Yeah. And then – so then I go to the CrossFit game, and then it's come down to the last possession. CrossFit gets an onside kick and driving <laughs> to tie it. And so he's all like – he's like, every other game you've, we've had the last two years has been a mercy roll. And you show up four times, and yeah. it's like – it's Down to the and wire. And this one was close early. It was close to the end. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a great, great game. Hey, before you move on, is there a, is there a closer matchup in the state than Harding Academy and Riverview? That's <laughs> literally like. I mean, they're two blocks. <laughs> I mean, it's really close. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, but there's, but there's also not a farther away matchup. <laughs> no. No, it won't be much of a game. I was I talking about proximity. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Basically, you got Ray Street that separates the two yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't know that they're – I mean, that's got to be the closest. got to be close. And I then, mean, OBU and, OB, OB, and Henderson's in college. Well, and then Cersei's <laughs> right in between them. That's yeah. the, well, Cersei's on the other side of town. Other side. No. Uh, yeah. Cersei's no. on the west side. I did What's the west side? Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's still within three miles. <laughs> I did live there for, like, seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's still, like, three miles. It's, it's still yeah, north of yeah, there. Yeah, it's just only set the, the west side of town. So, so, last year I see some Catholic guys at the Harding Academy game like warm-ups. they're from Catholic or they're, they're just they're, Catholic they're, guys. No, Catholic. They're, in, they're from Catholic. <laughs> like, were they priests? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. They're all in the Catholic gear, the purple gear. They're there to watch Kyle Ferry uh, warm up. Really? And then so the, so essentially, these guys paid what's five dollars or seven dollars to get in. Two of them to watch this kid warm up as kicker. And then they went to the Catholic Cersei game. Wow. So like I'm, I'm like they paid. 14, oh, I just want to say yeah. they paid fourteen dollars. Are to, they? To watch this kid kick and warm up. Well, if they're going to Catholic, they can afford it. <laughs> is he uh, is Ferry at Mississippi State? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He, he kicked a couple. Yeah, uh, he's had, he, I think he's had a good season. Good. He's had a really good season. Good. 
All right, so that takes us to Warren. No, we're just, we passed Warren. All right, so what Warren's going to play Monticello Friday night at home. That gets us to number four, Elkins. Now, they, 7-0 and Elkins, mm-hmm. have a big game. Big this game. Is a, yeah, this is probably for the conference championship. I would think so. Yeah. They go to Ozark, who has done very well. Uh-huh. Uh, Who's so. also, did uh, Ozark beat Charleston. And then right. I think barely lost to uh, Boonville. Yes, that's right. So depending on how good Elkins' defense is, and we just don't know because because they this is the biggest matchup we've seen so far. This could be a, there could be a lot of points scored in this game. Yeah, yeah. this could be a Nashville uh, Elkins yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah. game, yeah. 62, 63. Well, we know Elkins is going to put points. That's on right. The board, that's right. But this is just a contrasting style here because oh yeah, Elkins likes to sling it around. Yeah. Outrun you. Ozark's just going to line up. Punch in the mouth. Yeah, just try to punch in the mouth. All right, number five, Rivercrest, 5-2, and beat Highland 46-6. I think they've made the statement in that conference that they're the big dog. Mm -hmm. They've got a game against Blyville, though. Yeah, 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 that'll be the conference championship. That will be, yep. And they'll play Gosnell, who just took a pretty good loss to Blyville Friday night. And so, number six, DeWitt, 7-1. and We mentioned – they lost to Warren in a close hey, one. Hey, DeWitt, so Corey Graham, this number one, he plays running back, receiver, defensive back, does everything. He uh, So, the third quarter, it's 19 to 10. He takes one, they, they get the ball, they, he, he runs it for 60 yards for a touchdown. And then maybe two plays later, he takes one, pick six. So, I mean, within, you know, two minutes of real time, he's gotten 14 points on the board. They take the lead, 23-19. Wow. And then uh, – He's just a sophomore, right? He's a sophomore. That's Duke crazy. Fly. And it, DeWitt, they lost their quarterback towards ACL the week four. Mm. So, and, and the best thing I've ever seen. So, I'm, I, we went picked up books. Uh, I was in, uh, where was it, Lake Village, and McGee, and then Dumas. So, I'm coming in from where the same, same uh, way Warren's traveling. So, I get to Gillette, and there's signs, which is about 15 minutes south of, of DeWitt. They, it says, Welcome to Dragon Country. It's, I mean, I'm talking about there's, it, there's signs for – 20 miles <laughs> south. So, Warren's driving by seeing all these yeah. signs. I mean, the whole county. I mean, they were jacked. It was oh, awesome, awesome atmosphere. Yeah. All right, number seven, Ozark. They're 6-1. and one. They beat Gentry 42-20. to 20. They'll play Elkins at home. Number eight, Arkadelphia, 3-3. Three and three, Beat Waldron 55-12. to 12. They play Ashdown. Man, they just got it rolling home. right now. Oh, they do. They scored almost 100 points. In last, well, I guess 100 points in the last two weeks. Uh, number nine, Stuttgart, 5-2. and two, Beat Cave City 52-14. to 14. They'll play a really good Heber Springs team. Hey, and Heber Springs is confident in this. Yeah. Haskell's not messing around. No. That's right. Number 10, Blyfels, 5-3. and three. They beat Gosnell 32-8. to eight. They've jumped into our top 10, and they'll play Truman at Truman on Friday night. All right, that does it for 4A. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it'll be 3-2. and two. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. 
Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Collier Roofing Team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Collier Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back in the studio. Maddie, it's time for 3A. Yes, sir. 3A, week eight between the mats. Number one, Boonville, 5-2 and two on the season, beat Mansfield in an impressive victory, 42-7. to seven. They will be at Charleston this week, and that's conference championship more than likely. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and so big game there. Number two, Prescott, 7-1 and one on the season, went down, beat Homer, Louisiana. That was a huge game. Just like the players at Homer. Yeah, hey, hey, yes. <laughs> hey, you remember last year with yeah. the Homer guy? Yeah. Was that good guy not still there, though? Mm-mm. No, he surely, wasn't. surely not. He's 32. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but he was just 31 last year. <laughs> but that was – I mean, Homer was undefeated coming into that game. Yeah. Not only did Prescott beat them, they just put it on them, 31 I to I just love it that you get old, old country coach glass and, you, and, like, he texts me that night late, you know, stats, and I said – Man, what an awesome game. He's like, yes, sir. <laughs> you just, you know, he just goes down there and does his thing with his toothpick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> they will be at smack over this week. Number three, Salem, 8-0 on the season. Uh, rolling right along, beat Yeovil 52-8. to They will be off this week. Number four, Hoxie, 7-0, and beat Piggott 45-8. to They will be at Manila. Number five is Charleston, 4-3 and three on the season. Had a tough start to the season, but have gotten things going as of late. They beat Hackett 34-13. to 13. Coach May's so good. I mean, I mean, they lost everybody. They, they lost, did. I mean, 15 guys on a team that won state. Oh, yeah. I mean, and how a you, really good quarterback. A really, I mean, yeah. And the way they're rolling right now, yeah. impressive. Absolutely. And then number six is Harmony Grove, 6-2 and two on the season. They did not play. They played Fordyce at home this week. So, that's always a fun game between those two teams. Number seven, Glen Rose, 5-2, and two, beat the Little Johns of Danville, 56-8, to eight, and they will play two rivers this week. Number eight, Walnut Ridge, 6-2, and two, did not play, and they will play Osceola. Both of those teams undefeated in conference. Number nine, Bismarck, 5-2, and two, beat Magnet Cove in an impressive 50-14 to 14 victory. You know, we had Magnet Cove up pretty high in our rankings there. And then they lost to center point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so turn around there. And then they will be – Bismarck will play at home against Danville. And then number 10, the Dragons of Junction City. Four and three did not play, and they will play at home against Hampton. I think this is the third time they've made their way into the top (laughs) ten. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
All right, so that gets us to 2A. Yes, sir. So, number one, Middle Springs didn't play. Mm-hmm. So, they're still there. They're 7-0. and They'll play Mount Ida Friday night. Now, I want to say this about Mount Ida. Mount Ida, you know, down, got like 15 kids. And 10 of them are sophomores. Right, but Mount Ida – I think Murfreesboro beat them eight to six Friday. Yeah, night. they did. It was close. Mm-hmm. That's an undefeated Murfreesboro team. Sure. So Mount Ida's really come a long way this year. Now we're going to talk about a few things in this in this in this two A bracket because there's some really cool things, and I'd like to reach out to some more of these teams because, like Mineral Springs, there's some really cool history and stories about like painting the rock over. There's a big rock that was on the highway between Mineral Springs kind of between Nashville and, and, and Murfreesboro, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, all the teams around would go paint the rock, right? And that was a big deal, paint the rock. And they'd go paint their school colors. Well, Murfreesboro decided upon themselves that they owned the rock somehow <laughs> and put it and moved, it, moved it to their campus, right? And I'm, <laughs> when I say rock, I mean a boulder, yeah. right? Like one in a truck that fell out, right? So the rest of us felt like we still had the right to paint the rock even though so it was So did you campus. go paint it on campus? I'm not going to, you know, incriminate myself. <laughs> But there were many years that I was around the town of Mineral Springs that the rock was painted green and gold. So when I was at PA, we, we planted winter grass on CAC's uh, field. Uh, and in the, in the shape of a PA. And this, uh, it was a month before we played them, so it grew up green and all the gra- dead grass. It was so funny. So let me tell you another one that's awesome. And, and we just talk, called my, one of my very best friends, I mean top best friends in the world, Blake Odom from, from uh, Desark. <laughs> we caught him because I was telling you guys on the break about his uncle Gary. Gary Odom would get the ball, the game ball when when Desart and Hazen play. He'd get the game ball and would run the sixteen miles from Desart's field to Hazen, or vice versa, depending on. Now where you're thinking, playing. you're thinking if you're hearing this first time, you're thinking he's trained for this. You're thinking sixteen this is a miles. Marathon guy. This is some guy that just says, "Give me the ball, run." So, <laughs> so I asked Blake. I said, "Blake, did when Gary used to do that? Did he like? Was he like?" Like a runner, did he? He said, "Oh no, there was no training. Like once a year, he ran sixteen miles. <laughs> How awesome is that? That's just like you know. Oh, it's this week, isn't it? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go put my tennis shoes on. <laughs> Give me and the ball. Give me the ball. And coach. I'm running sixteen miles <laughs> to the other field. And they, he also he also said he biked to the ball to Barton. One year he biked on a bicycle from, from Desark to Barton. It's like seventy. Did he say it was like seventy miles? Yeah. And then he did it to, to uh, where is it? He said Cersei or Riverview? His dad, he said his dad has driven in, like, the, his motorcycle. Okay, well, that yeah. sounds cool. It's, no. it's a bike. Yeah, I mean, it's like I've driven to Desert too. <laughs> but seriously, Uncle Gary would, would get it to get the ball and straight up run from Desert to It's Hazen. 60 miles, so that's, like, all, that's, that's 66% of a marathon. How, t- how tough is a dude that can just be like, I'm going to go run 16 miles today. <laughs> what does his wife say? Like, like uh, okay, I'll see you in two days. <laughs> She's probably like, that's right. My husband can run 16 miles once a year. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we've, we're got to, get... we've got to do a story on that. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's, for, that's going in the Hooten's book. Yeah, we got to. I mean, because anybody that runs 16 miles the game ball is, is worthy of absolutely. Oh, that's, that's, that is legit. So history. when was the last time he's done it, though? Blake said it's been like 15 years. But, I mean, these guys are, I mean, Blake's, Blake's family, his dad and uncles are like my dad. And I mean, hey, so we they're get, in their 60s and 70s. You know, we need to so. get Besankin and Barbary on this thing. Listen, you got to yeah. find somebody to run 16 miles. That's right. That's right. They Very. don't make them like that no more, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, East Poinsett County, 6-1. and one. They beat Earl 58-26. to 26. They will play at Mariana Lee on Friday night. Uh, EPC's playing some football. And well, Gaines sure is are. getting healthier and healthier. Mm-hmm. And that Earl team's not bad. Oh. No. 
Carlisle, 6-1. and one. They're number three as they beat Hampton 70-6. to six. They'll play Baptist Prep Friday night. Number four, Desarc, 6-1. and one. Beat Clarendon, 44-8. to eight. They hey, will hey, play. The Baptist yes. Prep, I was talking to Vasankin the other day. Uh, we were doing a scholar uh, athlete, and he said Baptist Prep did not run the ball once on them. Really? They passed the ball every down. I wonder how many times they threw it. I don't know. He, I don't know, but they beat him bad. Yeah. So I don't know, but he's probably like, it was not a lot. Probably, it, it, probably, probably not 30 many. times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I mean, he said it was the longest game he's ever yeah. been a part of. Wow. So Desarc, as I mentioned, they're six and one. They beat Clarendon 44 to eight. They'll play at Cross County. All right. Buddy of mine, Brandon Smith, does the PA over there. Where? We're going at Desarc. We're going to get him on here before the years are well. I told him probably about playoff time. Yeah. Well, it'd be sweet if Middle Springs and Desert played in the playoffs because that would be fun to get him on then. But, uh, man, they're playing. They got some guys over there that can run the football. Yeah. All right, number five, Hayes and six and one did not play. They'll play at the old Episcopal Collegiate. Number six, Conway Christian, six and one, beat J.C. Westside 35 to 14. You know, Conway Christian just keeps getting it done. They do, despite being down yeah. five or six like players. Seven guys, yeah. I think. Yeah. So they'll play Mountainburg at home Friday night. They got to play. They hadn't played Bigelow yet, right? No, it's week at, uh, next week. I think is it nine? Yeah. Oh wow! All right, number seven. Speaking of Bigelow, Bigelow's eight and zero. They beat Magazine forty-one to twenty, and they'll play at JC Westside this week. Number eight, Mark Tree. Mark Tree beat McCroy fifty-two to forty-eight. Lots of defense in this game, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mark Tree's five and one, and they'll go to Clarendon Friday night. Number nine, the Rattlers of Murfreesboro. They are seven and zero after beating Mount Ida eight to six. That's just a little, a little crazy. It is a little crazy because they've put up bigger numbers than mm-hmm. that. But Friday night they'll go to Foreman, and that Foreman team is really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Hector. Hector's three and four. They did not play, and they'll play at home against Magazine. All right, that will wrap up our top tens. We're going to take a quick break. That's when right. We come back. We're going to do the pickums. All right. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here it's me and Maddie. We're here for the Pick'em Challenge. Thomas, we kicked him out. He's gone. It's just me and Maddie. Uh, Kevin's out. He said he'll be back next week. Good deal. Kind of finishing up some things with the family. Miss Okabo. Miss Okabo. But praying for him after their loss to his grandmother. 
And uh, we'll be here ready for him when he's back. That's right. But he did send his picks. He did. And we are going to pounce on him like a bleeding lion. <laughs> so going into week eight for our pickums, uh, congratulations to Mr. Contreras for his win last week. That's right, Mr. Matty I Senior. So I teased y'all a little bit a couple weeks ago about getting uh, qualified for our pickum overall winner. Yeah, I said we we're going to have a special prize. If you win a weekly prize, it will put you into – it will qualify you for the finals, which will be a, play, a playoff-long contest. Okay. The winner of the overall playoffs – Okay. Wins 300 bones. Whoa. $300. Did you talk to our sponsors about this? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, though. Hey, uh, November 8th, whenever we're at uh, – call your roof and bring that up. When I'm flipping burgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so make sure you get your pickums in and get qualified for that. That'd come in handy there about around Christmas time. You're dang right. That'll be good Christmas money. All right, so last week for pickums, Mr. Matty Stats had a dismal performance. Uh was 15 of 25, coming off my best week of 22 of 25. Junk and Cabo tied, both were 18 apiece. And so overall, I'm at 147 out of 200. Junk is at 142, and Cabo's at 144. If it makes you feel any better, we had a couple of uh, people in our Pick'em Challenge who had 12 and 13. Well, it does make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> the problem is is that we never score as high as the winner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, going into week eight, here we go. Number one, Murfreesboro at Foreman. I've got Murfreesboro by seven. I got Murfreesboro by 35. Kevin has Murfreesboro by 21. All right, number two, McCrory at Earl. I'm going to go with Earl in this oh, one. Oh, you're putting me on the lonely island. I'm going to go with the home team by three. All right, well, I've got McCrory by one. Cabo's got Earl by seven. Okay, lonely island. That's right. Number three, Desark at Cross County. I've got Desark by 13. i got Desark by 28. Kevin also has Desert by 13. I like it. Number four, Fordyce at Harmony Grove. Boy, I wanted to go Fordyce in this one, but I'm going to go Harmony Grove by three. You got Camden by three. I got uh, Camden by eight, and Kevin has Camden Harmony Grove by six. Okay. Number five, Center Point, the Knights at Paris. I'm going to go Center Point by 16. So, Kevin went center point by 18. I went center point by two. Okay. A little, bit, are, little bit tighter. I, I haven't. I, I don't know a whole lot about what's going on in, with center point, yeah. but that kind of made me wonder when y'all picked up well, so that's, much. Well, that's kind of an odd game there. It is. It is. There wasn't a whole lot of really like tight, close games to pick. I noticed that when I saw Murphy on Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was struggling. Yeah, hey, get, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. It is. All right, number six, Osceola at Walnut Ridge. And like I mentioned before, both these teams undefeated in conference. Osceola's kind of underperformed a little bit this year. Especially early. They really have. Uh, I do think this is going to be a good ball game, though. I've got Walnut Ridge by eight. I've got Walnut Ridge by six, and, and Kevin's got them by 17. Now, this Walnut Ridge team has really impressed. They have. They really have. Number seven, Melbourne playing a lot better football as of late. We'll travel over to Newport. I've got Newport in this one by seven. I've got Newport by 12. Kevin's got Newport by three. Could be a good game. I though. agree with you. Number eight, Mansfield at Lavaca. I'm going to go with Mansfield, even though they, yeah. they, they kind of took one on the chin last week. But uh, I'm going to go Mansfield by three. 
I went Mansfield by six. Uh, Kevin went Mansfield by six also. I'm like you. That that was a big loss for him. But I think when you look at him versus the other opponents mm-hmm. and, and, and LaVaca versus those same opponents, yeah. I think Mansfield may have the edge. I agree with you. Number 10, Boonville at Charleston. Boy, I'd love to go watch this one. It would be fun. I am going to go with the Bearcats. I'm going to go with the visiting team in this one. I'm going to go Boonville by 10. I've got Boonville by 8, and Kevin's got them by 14. But, you know, they've got probably got uh, chip on their shoulder. You know, they lost to them twice last year, right? Yeah. But the first time was ugly. Yeah, it was bad. All right, number 10, Monticello at Warren. This Monticello team has had a good year so far. Yes. Always a, a, a big challenge here. They're both down there in right. South Arkansas. I'm going to go with Warren in this one, uh, but a little bit closer than probably what most people think. I got Warren by 13. All right, so I, you're, I might surprise you because I've got Warren by six. Okay. And Kevin's got him by 17. I'm like you. I think it could be close. Here's the deal, and I think you you notice this if you've seen these Warren games so far with CrossFit, with DeWitt. When you put this many athletes on the field together – a lot of things can happen. Sure. It's not like some of these teams, especially some of the northern teams where you pretty much know how it's going to go. Uh, there's a big difference between one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Well, some of these teams in the south that just bloated with with athletes and talent. Talent. I mean, you, you think, okay, Warren's the better team. They're one of the best in the state. But they got to play every week. That's right. No weeks off. That's right. All right, number 11, Ashdown at Arkadelphia, and Arkadelphia has hit their stride. I've got the Badgers by 17. I got Arkadelphia by 20. I, I'm like you, man. I think they really found their identity, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin's got them by 10. Okay, number 12, big game here, Pottsville at Clinton. Clinton coming off an unbelievable game against CAC. We'll get into that here in a yeah. little bit. But uh, Me and Kevin are split on this. Since it's at Clinton, I'm going to go with Clinton by three. Okay. So did Kevin. He went with Clinton by one. Okay. I picked possible by two. I, I went down there, you know, and this is the dumbest way to pick it. <laughs> but I went and took both of their schedules, and I looked at how they performed against sure. the same teams. And you can throw that out the darn window. Well, I mean, especially in that conference. Yes. You ev- could throw it out the window. <laughs> Everybody's beat everybody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, number 13 is Mayflower at Boxite, and I do not have this one picked on my sheet. <laughs> So, I'm going to go spur the moment. I'm going to go with the home team. Even though I want to go with my Faulkner County Eagles, I'm going to go with Boxite by three in this one. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change my pick, okay? Because I started off with Mayflower and I went to Boxite. But y'all are both Boxite, so I'm going to pick Mayflower. All right, I love it. I'm going to pick Mayflower by four. Okay. And then Kevin's got Boxite by six. All right, number 14, Blyville at Truman. Uh, this is an interesting matchup because Truman's played really good defense all year. Yeah. Blyville put some points on the board. It is at Truman, but I am going to go with Blyville by three. I'm going to be honest with you. I overlooked Blyville for a while. Yeah. You know, I, I well, looking at that, some of those teams playing each other, like Highland and Truman mm-hmm. and Goslin, it's like, man, these teams are playing some defense. They're, they're close. And then all of a sudden, Blyville shows up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they're beating all of them pretty bad. Right. I'm like you, man. I picked Blyville by 14. How many points did you say? Three. And uh, Kevin picked them by 12. Okay. Number 15, Heber Springs at Stuttgart. Van Pascal's got them Panthers up there playing well, starting to believe in the in the process. Yes. Um, but I think the Rice Birds are a little too much for them. I got Stuttgart by 10. 
I think Stuttgart has finally found their offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the, the quarterback's got it figured He's out. He's a freshman. He's now. playing well. Yeah. And I, I I don't feel good about this game because I don't. I think that Heber Springs team is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got Stuttgart by eight, and Kevin's got them by four. Okay. Number 16, Elkins at Ozark. Another big matchup here. I've got the Elks, but I've got them only by seven. Okay. I've got them by 19. Kevin's got them by 13. I'm, You know, but we just don't know. Right. This will tell a lot, us a lot about both teams. That's right. Number 17, Gentry at Lincoln. Right there in that same 1-4 conference I'm going to go with Gentry in this one by seven. Yeah, I agree with you. I've got Gentry by eight. I think that they've just looked a little better versus opponents. Uh, Kevin's got Gentry by eight also. All right. Number 18, Shallow Christian, the number two team in 5A going to Farmington. I've got Shallow by 16. I've got Shallow by 28, and I think they win by as much as they want to. They're just playing at such a high level right now. Kevin's got them by 20. Okay. Number 19, Hot Springs at Arkansas High. I've got the Trojans by seven. I've got Hot Springs at eight by eight, but this is another one I don't feel good about. Man. <laughs> I, know it. I just something about this game kind of kind of makes me nervous. Uh, Kevin's got hot, hot Springs by fourteen. You know, as long as the defense at Hot Springs can can keep up, yeah. with the Arkansas speed, sure. Arkansas high speed, I think Hot Springs is going to score. Oh, they're going to score. Yeah. I agree with you. All right, number twenty, Valley View at Southside. Determine the. 5A East Conference Championship, more than likely. I'm going to go with the road team. I'm going Valley View by three. I've got Valley View by 14. Now, Kevin's got Southside by seven. Really? You bet. I like it. All right, number 21, Mills at Robinson. Or like we said before, some of Mills. Yeah, a portion of Mills. (laughs) At Robinson. I've got the Senators by three. I've got Robinson by eight. Kevin's got them by ten. All right, number 22, Pine Bluff at Moralton. I really think this is going to be a good game. And I'm with you, Matt. Almost, almost pick it, picked pick the it, Devil do it, Dogs. Do but I'm going to go with Pine Bluff by six. I went Pine Bluff by six also, and Kevin went Pine Bluff by ten. All right, number 23, Cersei at Benton. I think the Panthers are just too much offensively for the Lions. I'm going to go Benton by 17. You know, Cersei's coming off a really big performance offensively, uh, but they got to go to Benton, mm-hmm. and Benton's offense is just – Absolutely doing some awesome things. I got Benton by 18. Kevin's got Benton by 35. Really? All right, so Bentonville at Rogers. Here's another one I do not have picked on my sheet. Oh, you don't? I do not. And, you know, I really wish I knew a little bit more about the injury injury situation. I'm going to go Bentonville in this one just because uh, I think they can get it done. I I don't know. I just like the way Coach Grant prepares his team. I'm going to go Bentonville in this one by six. I'm like you. That's a big deal, Carter mm-hmm. and I being hurt. But, you know, that team's – that's just – it's not a one-man show. No. So, I, I, I picked Bentonville by eight. Kevin picked them by 14. Okay. Number 25, Bryant Hornets at the Cabot Panthers. I've got Bryant in this one by 17. I have Bryant by 18 and Kevin Bryant by 14. All right. And if you're picking the tiebreaker at home in the Pick'em Challenge, we need total points for Jonesboro at Little Rock Southwest. <laughs> I just realized I forgot to put that in the deal. I've oh, got to go you? back in and fix it. <laughs> All right. That, That's going to be our week eight Pick'ems. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, it'll be time for our player stats. And, boy, do we have a bunch of them. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. 
For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the studio. It's time for our player stats, Maddie. All right, my favorite segment of the show. That's right. Mr. Creed Vega at Dardanelle. We're getting used to hearing his name. 11 of 14 for 172 yards, three touchdowns. Also had 14 carries for 101 yards and a score. And then turned around on defense and had 11 <laughs> tackles and two tackles for loss. What a night. Also at Dardanelle, Rod Chatton, seven catches, 105 yards, two scores, and eight tackles. And J.J. Ernest, two catches, 55 yards, a score, and nine tackles. Hunter Anderson, 12 tackles, two of them for a loss, two sacks. And then Jacob Freeman had 13 tackles, two tackles for a loss, and one sack. I appreciate Coach Vega. He reached out to me Good. to ask for my email to send the stats. Awesome. Right, man, that means so much. I can't tell you how much it means. All right. Another one that sends the stats is Coach Glass at Prescott, and he's got Pierce Yates with 17 of 30, 272 yards, four touchdowns, huge night throwing the football, seven carries for 17 yards, and an impressive win over that Homer Louisiana team. Genoa Harris, one catch, 61 yards, one touchdown. P.J. Gully, six catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns, one carry, nine yards. Dakari Prater, four catches, 66 yards, one touchdown. And then John Rabadan from Prescott, 4-4 from PATs and one 29-yard field goal. Very nice. Over in Harrison, big win for the Goblins. <laughs> Mason Ketterman, 11-14, 185 yards, two touchdowns, seven carries for 26 yards. Braden Long, big night for him, 30 carries, 236 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a 50-yard touchdown catch. And then that'll do it for Harrison. Yep. Over at Lakeside, Ben Vincent, six catches, 145 yards, and two touchdowns. 
in Little Rock Christian, Mr. Walker White, 9 of 16 for 111, 111 yards through the air, two touchdowns, six carries for 50 yards. Jackson Ward had eight carries for 85 yards and four scores. Connor Smith, three carries for 81 yards and a touchdown. And Cooper Jones, 12 tackles, three of them for a loss, one sack, and one forced fumble. All right, over in the DA, Desark. Divion Bell, 195 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Gabe Berry, 150 yards rushing. And then Walker Harris had a 53-yard touchdown run. And they're getting it done on the ground. On the ground. I think they had like 500 yards. Wow. Yeah. In CAC, Mr. Grayson Wilson, 13 of 19 for 251 yards, two touchdowns, and also had seven carries for 59 yards. All right, over at Cabot, the Cabotians at Cabot. Cooper Powell, 16 carries, 118 yards, one touchdown. Keegan Vest, 16 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. And Amari Kreiner, six carries, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Matty Ice Contreras in Hot Springs, 18 of 26, 213 yards, two touchdowns. Perry Jones of Hot Springs had 26 carries, 161 yards, two scores. Torrey Brogdon, seven catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Kendall Will had 20 tackles. That's right, 20 tackles. <laughs> yes. One sack, one sack, uh, one tackle for a loss. And then Calix Coucha, 12 tackles, one tackle for loss, one fumble recovery for a touchdown. Over in Smackover, Tanner Mitchell, 13 carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns. In Ozark, Kobe Wilbanks, 5 of 8, 107 yards, 20 carries for 201 yards, five touchdowns, and also had five tackles. Only because he wasn't in Clinton Friday night did he not win the player That's right. <laughs> of the week. That's right. Gavin Gilbreth, eight carries, 40 yards, and eight tackles. And then Eli Gilstrip of Ozark had 16 tackles on the night. Austin Dindy from Pine Bluff, 18 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns, one catch for 27 yards, four tackles, one interception. Leon Williams from Pine Bluff, eight tackles, three tackles for loss and two sacks. In Blyville, Courtney Rogers, eight carries, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. From Valonia, the quarterback, Carter Massey, great night, was 18-22 for 230 yards and four touchdowns. Very nice. Big win for Valonia. Huge. Got their first win on the, on the year. Over in Malvern, Jalen Dupree, 15 carries, 216 yards, four touchdowns in the first half. Just another Friday night. <laughs> Dylan Carradine, six catches, 192 yards, two touchdowns, and Allen Bishop, eight of 10, 206 yards, and two scores. From the Hornets of Baumel, Jaden Worsham, 24 carries, 249 yards, one touchdown, and three tackles. Andrew Bjork, 12 of 19 for 211 yards and two touchdowns. Cato Hunter, two catches, 45 yards, one touchdown, seven pass breakups. Wow. Yeah, he's busy out in the backfield, isn't mm-hmm. he? Uh, Jonathan Williams, 12 tackles, two sacks, a fumble, a forced fumble, and then Elijah Newell, two carries, 29 yards, four catches, 60 yards, one touchdown, and nine tackles. What a game. Speaking of what a game. Wow. You might want to sit down for this one. Zane Widener of Clinton in their big win over CAC Friday night had 38 carries for 400 yards had six rushing touchdowns and also had a catch for a touchdown. Seven touchdowns yeah. on the night. You know what's even more impressive? He plays both sides of the ball. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I believe I read somewhere, I think maybe uh, Thomas sent it to us, he's got like, what is it, 13, like almost 20 touchdowns in his career against CAC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It was 18, I think. Is that what it was? Yeah. 
That's yeah. insane. So I, I talked to their defensive coordinator Saturday, and I said, I asked him, I said, does he play defense? He said, oh, yeah, he does everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Over in Valley View, Carson Turley, 8 of 14, 87 yards, two touchdowns, 11 carries, 128 yards. Anthony Feliz, 13 carries, 77 yards, two touchdowns. Andrew Gartman, three catches, 53 yards, two touchdowns. And Cersei, Tyler Strickland, 19 of 26, 285 yards, five touchdowns. Also carried the ball 10 times for 71 yards and a score. Wade Moore had seven catches for 112 yards and two scores. And then Curtis Goodrich, five catches, 116 yards and a touchdown. All right, that takes us to Hoxie, where Caden Glenn was eight for eight. Mm. That's right, eight for eight. <laughs> 223 yards, four touchdowns, 63 yards rushing with one touchdown. Also another 4A there. Preckton Wilkerson, three catches, 150 yards, three touchdowns, 29 yards rushing. And then Camden Brooks, 54 yards rushing, one touchdown and one interception. And Shandarek Powell. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You remember the Powell brothers from Hoxie? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. How could I forget? Bo Baxter Batesville had 20 tackles, one – what is that? That's a recovered fumble. Recover so. fumble and one tackle for loss for a safety. So, heck of a game heck there. Heck of a game defensively, yes. Carter Zimmerman at Fort Smith Southside was 10 of 11, 167 yards, one touchdown. Amari Tucker from Southside, six carries, 88 yards, one touchdown. And then Isaac Gregory – Three carries, 62 yards, three touchdowns. He carried the ball three times and scored three times. <laughs> Very nice. In Stuttgart, Kane Price, the quarterback over there, 11 of 14, 259 yards and five touchdowns. You say he's a freshman? He's a freshman. That's unreal. Coach's son. Yeah. Dalton, Dalton Rice from Bentonville West, 21 of 25, 310 yards, five touchdowns. Huge night. Man. Jackson Bruss, Bentonville West, six catches, 140 yards, three touchdowns. Harris Vincent from Bentonville West, seven catches, 100 yards, and one touchdown. And then on the defensive side of the ball for Bentonville West is Ethan Grigg, 10 tackles, one interception, two forced fumbles, six of six of PATs, <laughs> and he blocked a PAT. And he cooked the popcorn. That's right. <laughs> and Jonesboro, Markevious Pickett, 37 carries, 227 yards, and three touchdowns. I'm going to say he was tired. You know he was. In Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Jordan Daniels, 14 carries, 115 yards, one score. And Asa Myers was 9 of 15 for 152 yards and a touchdown. Drake Lindsay over at Fayetteville, 17 of 30 in the big game Friday night against Bentonville. 261 yards, five touchdowns, six carries, 20 yards. Christian Setz, 19 carries, 81 yards, three catches, 24 yards, one touchdown. And then Jason Delamar, the receiver that's been there all year long, mm -hmm. five catches, 120 yards, and one touchdown. Over in Cross it, Taylor Pascal, six catches, 201 yards, and three touchdowns. He's having an unreal year. He really is. Over in uh, Bryant, Jeremiah Moats, six of 17, 150 yards, two touchdowns. A lot of new names this week mm -hmm. in Bryant. Zach Curtis Jones, 12 carries, 117 yards, four touchdowns. And then Myron Thrash Jr., 23 carries, 226 yards, two touchdowns, and a 76 yard receiving touchdown. I'll say stats like that might get you a little bit more playing time. I'm going to say you're right. <laughs> Over in Parkview, Eric McGee, the quarterback, six of nine for 80 yards, one touchdown, also had a rushing score. Montario Elston, four catches for 64 yards, a touchdown, and a rushing score. Omarion Robinson had a punt return for a touchdown, and Cameron Settles, six carries, 62 yards, and two scores. I wonder how many kick returns. Robinson's, Robinson's had this year man, for touchdowns. I, I just love watching him return kicks. <laughs> He's smooth. Isn't he, he is. Brandon Cobb at PA. Listen to this: thirty-four fifty-two, 
478 yards, eight touchdowns, mm. seven carries, 13 yards rushing. I'm going to embarrass Thomas because he did say this. He said, Thomas Thrash from PA said, I remember my first eight touchdown game. <laughs> what course. a turd. <laughs> of course he said that. <laughs> Alex E. Selden from PA, seven catches, 79 yards, one touchdown. Andrew Pfizer, nine catches, 142 yards, three touchdowns. Now, this is another really impressive yes, one. That's Walden Culpepper. Seven catches, 166 yards, and four touchdowns. That's awesome. In Pocahontas, DJ Coffey, 17 carries, 115 yards, two scores. Zane Hibbard, 10 carries for 51 yards. Ty Menard, 12 tackles on the night. Over in Southside, uh, south of Batesville, Southside, Savion Hall, 146 yards, rushing three touchdowns, 96 yards, passing in one touchdown. In Dumas, Joseph, Joseph Jones, 21 of 29 for 301 yards and four touchdowns and also had a rushing touchdown. Big night there. Uh, also in Dumas, J-Line Jones, nine catches, 151 yards, two touchdowns, and Raylan Spratt had five catches for 109 yards. Reese Mareczka from Charleston, 28 carries, 210 yards, and three touchdowns. Hunter Little of Charleston, 11 tackles, one tackle for loss, and half a sack. And Aiden Kilpatrick, six tackles, two for loss, and two pass breakups. Donovan Amolo in Conway, 20 of 32, 288 yards, one score, also had four carries for 12 yards and two touchdowns. Desmond Davidson, the running back there in Conway, had 22 carries for 105 yards and three three scores and had one catch for 11 yards. And Chris O'Neill, four catches, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. Also in Conway, Mr. Jackson Anderson, five catches, 95 yards, and one touchdown. Man, Donovan, Desi, and Chris, you could pretty much just write their name in every single. Yeah, and, you know, you look at at some of the, the quarterback receiver tandems in the state, yeah. and, I mean, Chris and, and Omolo's got to be one of them. Nye and Jones. AJ, yeah, Brown. Brown in uh, Bentonville. And then, Isn't it Brown? Yeah, and then yeah. Delamar and yeah, Lindsey. That's right, Lindsey. <laughs> Man, Chris, Chris O'Neill's having a great Just year. a great year. Yeah. All right, over in Elkins, Dizzy Slade Dean, 11 of 13, 206 yards, three touchdowns. Deshaun Chairs, four carries, 70 yards, two touchdowns, one catch, 34 yards, one touchdown. John Townsend, four catches, 67 yards, and two touchdowns. All right, in Benton, Mr. Drew Davis, the sophomore quarterback, was 13 of 14, 240 yards, and five touchdowns. Braylon Russell, 12 carries, 103 yards, and three touchdowns. And Carson Colott, three catches, 117 yards, and three scores. And that's what I meant earlier when I was talking about how balanced they yeah. are. You got a, a sophomore quarterback that's throwing for five touchdowns, 13 of 14, not to mention. Right. And then, a, and then the best running back possibly in the state yeah. with 12 carries, three touchdowns. It's scary, man. It is. All right, over in Greenwood, Kane Archer, 18 of 20, 224 yards, three touchdowns. Six carries, 50 yards, one touchdown. Let me just say, watching them, watching his brother Cash play defensive end, mm -hmm. I thought, man, he's just not very big. How's he a, an SEC, you know, recruit? And then I watched him run our running back down. <laughs> From like, behind. Quickly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's why. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Grant Carms. So, not to not – to, Talk bad about his size. He's not going to be a defensive end. No. Be a linebacker. <laughs> or safety. Or safety, yeah. yeah. All right, Grant Carnes from Greenwood. Six catches, 101 yards, 101 yards and two touchdowns. And then L.J. Robbins, five catches, 
58 yards and one touchdown. In Nashville, Trey Hopkins, 23 carries, 195 yards, two scores, three catches for 14 yards. Carson Chambers was 15 of 22 for 143 yards, also had five carries for 43 yards. And Tucker Dixon, 11 carries, 85 yards, and a score. That's my old cousin. Yes, sir. Jackson England at Catholic, 5 of 11, 80 yards, one touchdown, six carries, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Cody Fogelman. Coach Fogelman's son, three catches, 44 yards, one touchdown. And then Cooper Nannan, 14 carries, 76 yards, one touchdown. At Harding Academy, Mr. Owen Miller, Mr. Consistent, 21 of 26, 259 yards, two touchdowns, 10 carries for 36 yards and a score. White Simmons had two carries for 29 yards, also had seven tackles, two of them for a loss and one sack. Isaac Baker, seven catches, 79 yards, also had 17 carries for 97 yards and a score. And Indy McGalliard, is that how you say that? I think so. McGalliard, seven catches, 82 yards, and two touchdowns. And that will wrap up all of the wonderful stats from our players across the state in week seven, which will bring us to our week seven players of the week. The players of the week. You ready? I'm ready. Two A's, Devion Bell from Desarc, 195 yards, three touchdowns, running the football. In 3A, Reese Maretzka from Charleston, 28 carries, 210 yards, and three touchdowns. In 4A, no surprise here as Zane Widener has 38 carries for 400 yards and seven touchdowns for the Clinton Yellow Jackets. In 5A, Savion Hall from Southside, 146 yards rushing, three touchdowns, 96 yards passing with one touchdown. In 6A, Mr. Eight Touchdowns himself is old Brandon Cobb from PA, 34 of 52 for 478 yards, eight touchdowns, seven carries, 13 yards rushing. And then the 7A player of the week is... Dalton Rice from Bentonville West, 21 of 25, 310 yards and five touchdowns. Very good, very good. Congratulations to all those players that got recognized. Absolutely. And we will be sending out your T-shirt. That's right. Shortly. Man, we're, we're getting close to the end of the season. We are. No it's doubt. It's crazy. It is. All right. Well, that does it for player stats. We had a bunch of them. We are going to take a quick break, and when we get back, it's time for our college talk. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 
888-985-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the studio. It's time for our college talk, Matt, as we wrap it up. Yes, sir. So the hogs, man. Dad gone. Oh, man. Hey, awfully proud of the effort. Absolutely. You just can't get over the hump, you know. Yeah, it's a big hump to get Shoot, over. Shoot, go down to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing a – granted, it's not the Alabama we've seen the last 15 years, yeah. but they're still Alabama. <laughs> I had a buddy down that went down there. Yeah. That's my doctor, oh, yeah. Brooks. He said that their fans were like, y'all are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. Their team gets – they didn't even get down. Yeah. They just get a close game, and they're like, y'all are terrible. You will trade hats for a little while. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, the Hogs 2-5 and five on the season. That was their fifth loss in a row. Just It's it's tough, but, hey, listen, don't let go of the rope, right? I mean, they played Ole Miss tough at Ole Miss. Played That's LSU true. tough at LSU. Played Bama tough. I mean, I, mean, I, I see some of our Hog fans, and, and I get the frustration, but when you lose by three to Alabama and Tuscaloosa – you shouldn't be saying things like, we just can't get it done. I mean, who does? Right. What team are you looking at? It's like, oh, yeah, they're getting it done. Sure. And another thought, and I said this to you earlier, maybe it takes more than two or three years to turn a program around. Yeah, and I, I think really all this stems back to the BYU loss. It does. You're right. You hit that on the head. Yeah, I mean, if you look back and if you win that ball game. Yes. We weren't expecting to win these no. four on the road. No. I mean, I know the, the A&M. The Texas A&M was kind of a – Yeah. You know, that was – that's when you just feel like you should win. Sure, I agree with that. But the other three, I mean, yeah. I mean – And those are the ones we were in. That's right. So <laughs> – Never really felt like we were in the A&M game. Hey, you got Mississippi State coming in here to, to Fayetteville Saturday. Right. It's his chance to get right. I mean, yeah. this is where you can kind of get it rolling. That's right. Uh, you got some games coming up here at the end of the schedule you feel like you can win. So maybe get some momentum. I mean, we're actually favored in this game. (laughs) (laughs) We have been covering the spread. (laughs) But, hey, this is the first time we've played in Fayetteville in a month. A month. I mean, it's nuts. I'm telling you, and I feel like Hunter Yurchick probably sees it too. The the reality is that it just takes some time. It does. And and there's a reason that the same teams win, the same two or three teams win it every 20 years. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, the Hogs only had 250 yards of offense, but man, their defense is playing really good. You take away, yeah, take away the busted coverages, yeah, and their defense is playing really well on a high level. Yes. You know, better than we have seen. Sure, no doubt. So, big game for the Hogs this weekend in Fayetteville. Go out and support your Hogs, man. I know it's it's frustrating at times. I'm as frustrated as anybody, but I'm still going to support them. I'm actually, absolutely. I'm actually going to go this Saturday. Are you really? I am. I am. I'm going to take off my purple because they're off this week and oh, okay. put on my Razorback red. So, UCA, man, they know how to make it interesting. Dead gum. After the big comeback last week, you know, scored 32 points in the fourth quarter. We're leading 17-7 to going into the fourth quarter. 
their opposing quarterback got knocked out of the game with an injury. So you feel like, hey, we're just going to roll right through, win this one pretty easily. Not so fast. Yeah. (laughs) They sure know how to keep you from having expectations. Yes. So they found themselves down 21-17 with just over six minutes left to play. Yeah. And uh, with 2.13 left in the ball game, uh, the Bears had a fourth and goal from the three. Isn't that wild? And we run a little swing pass out there to Butler, and I still don't know how he got in the end zone. Like, he made a little move. As soon as he caught it, I thought, well, that's it. We're like, we got beat. And it's because he's catching it behind the, the first down mark. It was goal. It was first, yeah, fourth oh, and goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he made a little – he just kind of shifted little his shimmy. Shift and I, he got in the corner. Like, it was close, buddy, really close. So, uh Big play there. Uh, SFA got the ball back with two minutes, and Jake Golday, man, big sack on second <laughs> down. It's just huge play. I didn't see it, but because I was watching the Harding game mm-hmm. over you. But anytime you get hit by Jake Golday, <laughs> it can't feel good. No way, it can't. So uh, Will McIlvain, man, he's still another solid performance. He didn't have, have a whole lot of stats. He's coming off back to back weeks where he threw for career highs. Only had uh, 106 yards in this one, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, Shunderick Powell, 16 carries, 95 yards in a score. Yeah, and, and then Darius Hale had 13 carries for 91 yards. Oh wow! So the running game's been a little off. It has, been. you know, because it was so good yes, for a while. It it really has been. Demetrius, a lot of that has to do with scheme. You know that. You can only do that for so long and people start trying to load up the box on you. That's right. Demetrius Charles had an amazing game defensively. He had 17 tackles. Golly. And then Golday had 11 tackles, one and a half tackles for a loss, and one and a half sacks. And then, wow. then Jessup had a half a sack. So, is Charles and Golday there next to each other in, at the linebacker position? Uh, yes, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought so, yeah. yeah. And then over in the GAC, my man. Ooh, exciting weekend if you were a bison. Absolutely. So, OBU goes to Harding. A big undefeated conference matchup there. And uh, Harding just kind of put it on them, my man. You know, it was a very close first half. A typical Harding-OBU first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harding's up uh, 7-3, I believe. And then they they drive. So, you know, we've talked about this this offense, you know, how – Time is not on your side. Right. And so they get the ball with like two minutes left, and they drive, and they're driving and driving. But then they're down to the 15 or so, and there's like 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds, 20 seconds left, I think. And so they end up having to kick a field goal just to get some points, yeah. you know. So they go in the half 10 to 3, and then they got to kick off at halftime. So they kick off. OBU goes down the score. So it's tied. First start of the third quarter, you know, really, it's, it's tied. Yeah. 10-10. But then – Harding had to punt, I believe. And so, so as Bison fans, you're like, oh, no, they're, they're kind of getting the momentum. Mm-hmm. But I, And I wish I'd looked and seen who it was, but one of the Harding defensive uh, ends hit the quarterback on about the three-yard line, and he fumbled. Mm. And Harding got the ball right there. And so they scored. And then they got the ball back and scored, and it just never stopped. Just snowballed. It did. It did, and they scored 41 points. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Harding had 22 first downs all running the football. <laughs> they had eight players carried the ball. Um, they were one for two passing for zero yards. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coquilon, who, if you watch, is very impressive, kind of orchestrating this offense. 
He's just a he's just a, gen, a field general. Sure. And and he's so you know you remember him from high school oh, how yeah. tough he was. Just Absol- a tough dude. Absolutely. Well, he can throw the ball and he's he's done really well throwing the ball this year. Uh, but you know this offense is really just a, a power. You know, hard nose. Mm-hmm. Like say eight eight kids carried the ball. That's half of last week. Yeah, that's you know? right. So, but uh, Keelan, you know, he had eighty six yards running. Uh, Brayden Jay, though, Cabot boy, had a kind of a breakout game, had 131 yards and two touchdowns running the football. And one time he went airborne to get in the end zone. It was impressive. That's awesome. Yeah. Blake De La Cruz had 71 yards, one touchdown. Roland Wallace had 51 yards, one touchdown. And then Omar Sinclair's 35 yards and a touchdown. Hey, I do want to mention, though, not just, just to harp on Harding, uh, Kendall Givens, the running back from Christian, yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Little Rock Christian. He's their running back. And like you said, he's like a bowling ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he ran for 148 yards. And they had a tough time, especially the first half, had a tough time getting him he, down. He's a load, man. He is. The Harding held OBU to 234 total yards as the Bisons had 427, 6.9 per carry. Very nice. They kind of take stranglehold of the, of the conference now. Yeah, right. you know, I think they were nine and OBU was five. Okay. And then I looked today and it looked like Harding was seven. Okay. So, but that, yeah, and you know, as long as they don't lay an egg here, sure. they should win conference undefeated. Yeah, and and and, and that gets you in the playoffs. And possibility that OBU can still make it. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you figure that that Northwest that Northwest Missouri is not really having a great year. Sure. Uh, but hey, on the other side, of that Harding still has to beat a, a Southern Arkansas, who just beat Henderson State. That's right. Uh, that Harding Henderson State game was close. Yeah. So. I think Henderson State and OBU is going to be very fun this year. That's going to be a good one. The Battle of the Ravine. Absolutely. So, like you said, Henderson did lose to SAU 35-34. They're at UAM this week. And then Tech, man, big win against UAM. That's their third in a row. Uh, That's a streak, Matty. Yeah. They beat them 24-10. to Unfortunately, they go to OBU this week. Well, let me tell you, I, I when I saw that last week, I thought, well, UAM will put it on them because UAM's offense has been impressive. But, right. You know, and Tech – Tech lost to that SNU team earlier. Yeah. I, I thought Tech's were just really down, but maybe they're getting it turned around over there. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's like I said, that's their third win in a row yeah. after losing four to start the season. That's right. So. That's right. All right, my man. You got anything else? That's it. All right, brother. Well, we appreciate y'all joining in, Tuning listening in, in yeah. and we will catch y'all next week. Later on. <laughs>